This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> so, uh... I told my wife um, that I want to buy another gun because, uh, yeah, get, get yourself wired in online there. You didn't offer me a drink, by the way. I'm sorry, would you like a drink? I would. <laughs> He's all under his blanket. <laughs> got the, got, I got my drink. I got my piece of tea here. He does. I've got... Uh, what, is, I, what is this? This is black people stuff. What is... It's... Yeah, it is. Sweet limit, Sweet tea is disgusting, man. Well, it all tastes the same. That's the thing about peace tea. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Why, Ar- why Arizona how- like this? I don't know. Arizona, however, <laughs> does a great tea. It's like an energy tea, but it does has it has just a bunch of like vitamins and caffeine and, and stuff. The stuff that they put on the labels to make you want to buy it, you make you think it's healthy, <laughs> and it's not. But it's like an energy tea, but it's not sweet at all. And I, I, I usually get that. <laughs> I asked Jason to get me some teas from the gas station. That's what he got me, which is fine. Huh? No, it tastes like. <clears throat> if you like, there's a there's a razzle dazzle sweet tea in there, or I think actually he opened it, but it's either no. it's a water or a Starbucks coffee thing. Water is the best. Okay. Now, do you have your own glass? I don't. Okay, because so, like two and a half hours ago, I was looking through, um, cabinet. Four glasses, and every glass that Multiple I pulled out. cabinets, I assume. Every every glass I pull out of the cabinet is, is filthy. Has some sort of filth all over it. Okay. I'll try and find you a clean glass. Give me a second. I will, um, and I'll just do the weekly update here. Um, Matt and I took two weeks off. Uh, two weeks ago. No, 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 no. It was, we, we skipped two episodes. I'm pretty sure. Right? I don't think it was three. We've never done three. Um, the last time we recorded, though, I didn't get the chance. Yeah, that'll work. Just a couple of cubes and some water. Um, the last time we recorded, though, and I haven't had the chance to tell this story um, because we haven't recorded since then. But the last time we recorded, I came up to... I parked, came up to Matt's apartment, and we did the show, and... Probably two to three hours later, whatever it was, I went back down, and my car was not there. It had been towed. Now, just so the listeners know, you hadn't had gone outside and moved your car at all. The car didn't move. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it was towed. Um, mm. Well, here's the thing about the apartment complex. It's an upscale, classy apartment complex, you know? Here in the heart of St. Charles. And so we have assigned parking. Yeah, it's only the best weed I smell coming from the the housing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so my car got towed. And I had to work the next day, obviously, because I'm a working man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I haven't begun living off the trust fund yet. Uh, and <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I um, 
My car was towed. I went out to the place. We called the place. Matt knew of the place that the apartment tows cars. I called the place. They're like, yep, we did tow it. And I'm like, great. Went out there the next morning with my wife. And uh, Matt, just so you and the listeners, you know, are not concerned, you know, that I had to pay a bunch of money to get my car back. It was only $425. Well, I mean, how long did they, how long did they have your car? I mean, obviously they, they did you a favor taking your car yes. and putting it in the safety <laughs> of, of 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 a so-so neighborhood. Yes. <laughs> in a parking in an lot. impound lot. Yeah, That's right. In an impound lot. Well, to be fair, there was a padlock on the gate. Oh, so was there? Uh, it's very safe. Okay. Right. Yeah. All right, sure. Um <clears throat> yeah, I mean, only, I'm trying to think of all the technologies that could get through a padlock and I'm only thinking of, blank. I'm only thinking of a couple dozen. So. <laughs> well, if movies have taught me anything, just a couple of blasts from a handgun. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, a couple of blasts if you're like the sidekick, the goofy, like comedic sidekick. Right. One blast if you're the hero. If you, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> if you're the protagonist, <laughs> boom. Done. Yeah, yeah, padlock gone mm-hmm. and you're in. That's right. Uh, yeah, $425 cash that, that I just spent for nothing. And they it had was, your car for less than 24 hours, right? Oh, it was, I think it was less than 12. Because what, I mean, I left here... Late, yeah, it yeah. was towed at some point there. I mm-hmm. got there at like nine the next morning, so it was like less than twelve hours. Yeah, yeah. It was like ten hours. Yeah, ten hours, four hundred twenty-five dollars. And the lady, so the lady was like, she's like, it'd be four hundred twenty-five dollars. I was like, why so much? Because I, I mean, I just, I knew I'm just gonna have to. Yeah, yeah. Do it. And I was like, why so much? And she's like, well, um, the towing fee is three hundred fifty dollars, mm-hmm. which from here to there. If I had just called a towing company, it wouldn't yeah. have been that much. But anyways, yeah. she's like... Well, hey, get, tow trucks get negative seven miles to the gallon, okay? <laughs> so so she's like, she's like, uh, the towing fee is $350 and then whatever fee for two days. And I was like, but it was only here for like 10 hours. That's just what I said to her. I was perfectly reasonable. I wasn't mm-hmm. gonna... you know, I'm sure they have all kinds of assholes coming in there and, sure. you know, acting a fool. And I was like, but it was only like 10 hours. And she's like... We go by uh, we go by twenty four hour um, changeover, not not by hour increments. And I was like, "Well, the rest of the world doesn't work that way." So the hour or so that they had your your car, yeah, uh, that evening. That's right, midnight, new day. That's right. Change the ledger over. <laughs> change the ledger. Time to stamp a new. <clears throat> charge him again. Yeah, that's charge right. him again. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's what I said. I was like, "Good thing the rest of the world doesn't work that way." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because it doesn't. Like, if I had, if I say I had sex two days ago, that doesn't mean two midnights. <laughs> that, yeah. that means forty-eight hours ago. Or in this term, only one midnight. <laughs> Just a different side of midnight. It was a totally different day. That's that's greater yeah. than twenty-four hours. Like this is. I mean, if we took this sort of math, that's right. <laughs> These quantum mathematics that this tow- towing company is applying to your car, and extrapolate that in, in, into I the mean, world. Imagine, yeah. like we could travel faster than the speed of light. We could time travel, literally, <laughs> quite literally. That's right. You know, and and by that same it's math, the space between eleven p.m. Yeah. and one a.m. Yeah. is forty-eight hours. That's right. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know. Yeah. By that same math, I'm a millionaire. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, so I wasn't too pleased. Um, and then, what? Were you sick the first one? And then we, I was. It was too late the next one or something. I don't um, know. You were tired or something. There it, was, it, we skipped the first week for some reason, and but then it last was also, week it was too late. It was. It was also. Um, 
boss was away. That's why. No, yeah, no, no. no that's Easter. why. Yeah. So Matt's on, boss on had Easter, the baby. His his wife had had a had a baby girl, and so uh, he took a week off. And uh, a buddy of mine just Matt told was, me uh, Matt was running in the kitchen. He sent me a text today, and he's like, uh, he's like, we're trying for our second one, man. Uh, he's like, he's like, I've I've had more sex this week than I have in my whole life. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, well, that's great for you, but. <laughs> and I apologize for my language, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, I hope you realize, I hope you realize that you're fucking for a ticket never to fuck again. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, what, what do you mean? I was like, two kids is terrible, man. Yeah. Two kids is the worst. It just, I, I, I love my kids to death. Don't get me wrong. Today was my day off. We hung out all day. Uh, it was fantastic, but they are the worst. Well, so here's what you do. You have a third. <laughs> if two kids are bad. If one kid is good and two kids are bad, then three Science kids tells us. must be good again. That's right. We know that the time works in cycles. You know, <laughs> that's right. Maybe I don't know. It's uh, the key to happiness is having an odd number of children. Hmm. Maybe you're onto something here, Matt. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I told my wife I need to I need to buy another gun though because uh, I want one. So I didn't realize when I picked out my handgun. Well, you have two hands. You need one for each hand. That, that's actually exactly what I told her. She's like, why do you need another one? And I was like, I have two hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when I'm holding this one, this one's empty. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And if I really want to personify my, you know, my whole Punisher fetish, like I've got to have two guns. Yeah, yeah. Ideally, loads more. But but this is the starting point. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, so I didn't realize. So the state of Missouri, I don't know. I think we may have talked about this on the show. The state of Missouri has since enacted. I think it began on the first of January this year. Expanded stand your ground law, and you there's now a constitutional um, a concealed carry. You don't need uh, to go get a permit. You don't need to file with the sheriff's department. All that stuff that you used to have to do for. I think it was five years leading up to that or mm-hmm. more. I don't. I don't. I can't remember how long we've had it. <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, now, and I didn't realize that when I got my handgun, and I love my handgun, I love the one I got, I love everything about it, but it's, it's huge, it's huge, it's huge. huge. I've, I've tried carrying it a couple times out in public, and it is, I'm always paranoid that someone's going to see it. Maybe that's just a first-time carry thing. Yeah. That may be part of it, but it, it is also, it feels, it feels huge. But if you keep, keep the haircut you have now, keep like a close cropped haircut, <laughs> and you can pass for law enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> so that if somebody sees people it, they'll think, just assume. Yeah, yeah. People just assume you're an off-duty cop. Yeah. You know? But that was the that's that's the main thing, because I didn't know. You, you're white. I you want to get a smaller you, gun. You're white. You wear a watch like, like a VA. <laughs> Seriously, guys who wear watches. In the age of the cell phone, guys who wear watches. But a smartwatch is different. No, it's not any different. It's just, it's just you have two cell phones now. That's just not, no. a lot smaller and has less function. Okay, but we used to have pocket watches, and then we went to wrist watches, okay? Yeah. Uh, now we're back in the age of the pocket watch. It's just in a cell phone, form. you know? That's form. right. Uh, personally, I'm going to get, like, a big, long chain for my cell phone. Yeah. Like, you know, guys in the 90s with their wallets. <laughs> yeah, that's you right. Know? The guys that would hang out at the mall. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah, because the one thing I want to do is steal some 15-year-old boy's wallet, you know? That's right. Like, what am I going to find in there? Like, like a Hot Topic gift card? <laughs> Mr. Bulky's coupons, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Harkens back to the days his, of Mid Rivers his, Mall. His Mid Rivers Mall is going to be dead pretty soon. I'm pretty sure. Really? Well, that one may be in the right location, but I went to. So speaking of, let's we'll do the the malls of St. Louis segment. <laughs> we, <laughs> just a weekly thing. 
something we do. Welcome um, to the malls of St. Louis County. That's right. Um, actually, if you get online, there's a video on YouTube. Yeah, I think it's like 17 or 18 minutes long. Of uh, Did you ever go to Jamestown Mall up off of North Lindbergh there? Uh, once or twice, yes. Yes. Uh, uh, last time, maybe 10 years ago. But, exactly. But even then, like you're... Okay, so <laughs> I remember I was with, I think, a couple of my sisters and my mom, uh-huh. and they were out shopping for something, like some wedding or something, and I was just bored and everything, and I was like, oh, I'll go to the mall, there might be something interesting there, because they usually have like two or three dude shops in a mall. Exactly. Okay? Yeah, there's something for you to do. Exactly. Uh, so for I was me, like, it's the best buy mobile. Yeah. But I'll, <laughs> I'll hit the dude shop or the pretzels <clears throat> or whatever. Right. But I ended up not, I ended up going with them everywhere, because I, okay, walk in, first off. The first seven or eight shops are just closed. Like, there's nothing there. They just, like, put up the partition walls. That's right. The fake walls. So, it looks yeah. like a big, walk, wide hallway. Yeah. But you knew there used to be shops there. Yeah. And then you turn this, like, really sharp corner, and then all of a sudden, it's just, it's 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 Foot Locker, and it's, like, the music store, and FUBU Outlet, FUBU Outlet, <laughs> and Burlington Coat Factory, and just everywhere, just a sea of black people, and... <laughs> I'm I'm like I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking and I see, I see like a couple Mexicans over here. I'm like, all right, if, if things go close down, enough, right? Things go down. I'm going over there with the Mexicans. <laughs> well, in prison, it is it is now because the Mexicans generally have their own thing, and it's weird because yeah. we we have the President Trump thing who's, who's sort of highlighted this whole thing, but in prison, it is very much whites and Mexicans versus blacks because not even Mexicans screw with blacks. Yeah. Like they, they Mexicans hate black people. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, even a decade ago, the yeah. Jamestown Mall yeah. was a ghost town. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Uh, ha- a couple dozen stores open, all catering to the African American community. Which that's all that's down there. Yes, like we were going to the Jamestown Mall for a specific thing that they needed, and yeah, I was I was gonna look for the dude store, but there really were no dude stores unless you count like you know. Whatever I don't know I, I don't I don't have anything <laughs> not there. enough flag terminology no but but it's, but, um, uh, but yeah I I I I just I'm, there's a video on YouTube where a was, guy it was, it was a bit of a culture shock but but not like not unexpected but yeah still yeah I d- the main thing wasn't the black people it was <laughs> it was the fact that it was almost a ghost town and people were still in the small yeah you know yeah um the uh, there's a video on YouTube though of uh, a guy who like break broke into Jamestown Mall and basically just takes a camera and like like goes around everything and it's so amazing to me. I want to do this so badly. I want to do it so badly. I watch these videos on YouTube. If you if you if you search like abandoned and then just like mall and stuff like that, you'll find all these videos of people going into like abandoned malls and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy the stuff they leave there. Like they went into the theater there in Jamestown Mall and there's like there's like old things of popcorn and like just just it, it literally looks like something out of out of a movie where like they woke up in the apocalypse like yeah. it, it was just like wow this place was once full of people and now it's like they, it, they and they instantly left like there was no yeah. effort to move out like yeah. there's furniture there's everything it's, it's well, crazy think, think, think of it this and way I, I love i love watching those and i want to do one someday but but think, the, think not about, even the video i just want to go explore. think about it though like how many mom and pop places how many small businesses open up inside malls it's all corporate stuff. Really? Yeah. Well, so I was reading an article about I mean, malls. I mean, think of it, though. They're the, they're the ones that apparently drive it. Like, so so basically, if like a Macy's or a JCPenney leaves a mall, then, then, then the developers, yeah, and like the, the property management company is kind of like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. how are we going to make the next 18 months 
as painless as possible. Yeah, yeah. type thing. Like because because they kind of anchor it down. But uh, so Jamestown Mall is gone. Crestwood Mall is gone. My brother had his wedding reception in Crestwood Mall, and that was crazy at the time because there were like literally two stores, two stores, two stores, two stores in the whole mall that were open that were actual places, and the rest was just like. And, I, and, and and that sort of got my heart racing because I'm like, this is as close as I'm gonna get <laughs> to one that's completely abandoned. But uh, Jamestown Mall is gone, and then I would say, um, what's a mall that I went into recently that I was like, holy crap! Oh, I drove around. So the Goodwill outlet where I go, where they, you you can pay by the pound for Goodwill stuff and everything, mm-hmm. um, to try and source some things to sell on eBay is over in. Um, Hazelwood, but it's right there by St. Louis Mills. Mm. And I made mm-hmm. a wrong turn mm-hmm. trying to get back on the highway, and I I had to go all the way around St. Louis. Like I did a whole circle around St. Louis Mills because I just made the wrong turn. I was like, yeah. I'll just keep going around. And uh, and I mean, it was probably eleven a.m. in the morning or so when I, when I was leaving there and driving around the mall. And there was there. I mean, I could I could probably count just with my eye uh, the number of cars that were around the whole mall, not like one store, but like the whole mall. And I'm sure it'd been open like most malls. What unchain the gates at nine? Most stores are open by ten, type thing. Maybe. And I was just like, I was like, this is going to be the next one because yeah. this is like because I don't no, think it's the, been it's been the next one for uh, several years. I don't, years I don't now. think the Blues practice there anymore, which was kind of no. their big thing, you know. And yeah. and they never had any of the big stores that. I mean, they had the Cabela's, but they didn't have any Macy's, J.C. Penney, anything like that. They they did. They had they had uh, it was more outlet type stuff. Phase. Yeah, like outlet. Uh, oriented from the get go, anyway. Nike so and it was, stuff. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Your Burlington coats, your your Nike, your Old Navy outlet, that sort of stuff. But 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 here's the thing. Uh, number one, white flight, which is white flight, meaning white people leaving the area. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Uh, number two, it's it's just across the bridge mm-hmm. from Hazelwood, North County. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was a huge mall with a lot of a lot of stores, a lot of clothing stores. Uh, it attracted the black population. Mm-hmm. Okay, with that came crime and other things. Uh, n- n- secondly, for the white population, it's incredibly out of the way. Yeah, it's the ass butt a- a northern top of St. Charles County. It really is, and it's it's there's there's other than 370, which there's only really one good way to get on 370 at back at the time. Um, every everything else is uh, you have to take back roads. Right between high, major highways to get there. Right, so you either have to backtrack or forward track to Mid Rivers Mall, then hop on three seventy to go all the way out. And then even the then, out. you sit on then you, it's you take fifteen it all the way miles, out there. twenty yeah. miles out there. Yeah, and it's been, two. It's built on a floodplain. There's nothing else around it besides farms. There really isn't. No, there's like it's, some it's, neighborhoods it's like farmland. up the hill. But yeah. then there's like, but even 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 so, but everything down there is like, yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it was built and conceptualized like we're going to expand St. Charles County out this way, and everyone in St. Charles County like was like, uh, "Nope, <laughs> no." We remember 1993 when that was all 20 feet underwater. <laughs> Thank you very much. Speaking of 20 feet underwater, you know the park's closed. I drove by it the other day. It's it's because it's it's uh, dear listener. It's been raining for what has it been now? Forty days, forty nights, <laughs> give or take. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> it feels like it's been a good minute. Yeah, because uh, well, I remember last week was my day off on Wednesday. It was raining that 
one. Mm-hmm. Like I only have certain things during the week that I can use to sort of plot and chart time. Um, but it was it's been raining for a good minute now, and um, it was funny because I went to get my haircut today at the Great Clips right here, and uh, uh, I was in there and. There were a bunch of ladies in there I'd never seen before, like never seen. Like occasionally I'll see and I'll be like, oh, I've seen them before because I go in there. That's where I go every time. Mm -hmm. And the lady that cut my hair, super butch lady. Like I'm like this. She likes pussy more than I do. Like that's that's how much of a lesbian she was. And uh, but she's she's cutting my hair and she's like she's like so how's this flood water treating you? And she was you know cutting my hair and I was like yeah it's crazy you know whatever. I was like the park down here is closed. And she's like yeah it's funny because uh, all all the girls in here today are from the Arnold store. And I was like really? And she's like she's like yeah the, the girls down there couldn't get into work and they told us if we want to uh, if we want a job we can come up here and work. <laughs> Oh, so, so I guess she like was, corporate basically said like that store is closed. Anybody like, that wants to still work was this like a great clips? Yeah. Okay, so wait a minute. You got your you got your haircut today mm-hmm. by some like south of South County. Yes. Like Yes. Like She had a tattoo on her arm. She was she was and she was she, I mean, she was one of those people that because you know you see people out and you'll be like, Oh, I bet you they probably like Women, you know, if it's a woman or whatever. Sure. But this one was one where you're like, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Like, not even. Okay, but but to preface that, for our listeners who are outside of St. Louis, St. Louis area, for people who are from St. Louis, uh, you, you know exactly you what, know we what we're talking about. But once you get below the the southern border of St. Louis County, mm-hmm. it, the population turns into basically human equivalents of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think of think of your average. That's pretty accurate. It's, think of think of not your not your average, but your road hard and put up wet. Yeah, bikers. Yeah. Okay. The guy who it's a town full. He of them. he wakes up in the morning. He takes a hit of Jack Daniels. He takes uh, a hit of meth. <laughs> That's right. And he, he he yells at his old lady. That's right. Maybe maybe gives her. Yeah. Gives it the one two. His then- children are are sitting on the couch watching cartoons, eating cereal in their underwear, <laughs> like dirty, haven't bathed in days. Wait, it- is that You're saying you shouldn't do that with your kids? Exactly. Yeah. Uh he goes Shit. he leaves the trailer. He leaves the trailer <laughs> right. and goes to work at the bar <laughs> where he doesn't do anything. He just hangs out. That's right. With a bunch of other people. That's right. And they hear of you know stuff that might be going on, which they then take advantage of, right. and then go home and and <laughs> I wouldn't say go home and get drunk because they've been drunk all day already. That's right. Uh, Wait a second, which Sons of Anarchy episode are you describing? All of them. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. But, no, no, but, it, but once you get below South County, the Eureka, Arnold, yes, Pacific yep. area, those are a certain type of people. Um, they there's some of the yeah yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> just, just, there's, 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 there's St. Charles County and then that's what, into Franklin mm-hmm. and into Jefferson County, Well, if right? we're going to get, if we're going to get into stereotyping too, these are the type of people that I'm, you would I'm see saying, out and you would just, the, the instant assumption would be like, oh, well, they hate black people. Yeah. Like yeah. that's just, that's you, you, just that super white, super redneck kind of shitty people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just. Think, think of it this way. All. If, if you took, uh. Um, a selection of of people from the people of Walmart dot com. Okay, and then and then found like all the people who would want to be want to be UFC fighters among the group. That's right. That's your that's your demographic of people who live uh, south of South County, St. Louis. Yeah, it's uh, true. What I'm saying is, there's two major major areas. Uh, 
on the outskirts of St. Louis. There's St. Charles, which is... Which the, is getting closer and closer to that every day. No, but no. St. Charles is still the promised land. We're going to fight for our motherland <laughs> until the last dying breath. But I'm, I'm just telling Sometimes you... Sometimes I drive around St. Charles and I just, see, I just see different people and I'm like, just... I would love to move. But see, but see, there's nowhere that I would be... Like, that's the thing. Because in St. Louis, there's two groups of people. Like, if you go into the city, like, if you cross the bridge and you go, like, outside of the suburbs, but closer into the city, like, by where I work, mm-hmm. there's two groups of people. Two groups, and that's it. Super well-off white folks. Mm-hmm. Super, just, you know, the, the lawyers and whatever, and just super Range Rover type, uh, you know, Audi, you know, yeah. well-off white folk. And then, and then there's just... Black trash. I'm not. I'm not trying to be racial, but there's just, and then there's just like a. Well, uh, black. Mm, well, I'm, I'm not going to throw the trash in, but then. Well, you know. I will. Uh, you 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 know where I work. I, yeah, again, yeah, I won't no, say it on I the understand. air, but I mean, I understand. Th- th- those are the two groups of people that I see. Well, you suffer from over. I don't see the middle to that. I do. I do, and I realize that. But oh god, and and they can be equally pains in the ass like that's the thing like there's yeah. no and, and if anyone's saying i'm saying one group is better than the other they're totally not yeah they're totally not because these white people will do the the same stupid nonsense that that the black people will do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the black people will just be louder about it <laughs> <laughs> could you would you say they're more colorful about it <laughs> and you, uh, you you know when the black black guy says He's gonna give me a receipt. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call corporate on you. You know it's not gonna happen because he's gonna go home and get stoned. Forget about it. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but when the white lady does it, exactly, like you're shaking your boots because she's going to. She's going to make it she's her mission. Go, yep. She's gonna. She call has nothing him. to better to do. Yeah. Than have another Xanax. Yeah. You know. Actually, twice uh, in the last week, uh, I had a guest say to me, uh, "What's the corporate number?" Mm. And then it's funny because it's it's as if it's one eight eight eight. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's right. It's as if there's like an extra. Uh, did we just get super loud here? I don't know. Sounds louder. I don't know. Um, it, 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 there's an extra element that goes to it of, um, uh, uh, I don't know if it's like an extra attack on me or like them asserting their dominance in the situation of what happened. I would say it's probably that. But there's this move, and I don't know if you've been the victim of this, Matt. You haven't worked for a lot of corporate places, but there's this move where they say, uh, what's corporate's number? And it's funny because if it's in our drive-through, it's it's. I mean, it's. I can reach my hand right. It's right there on the window. Yeah. I mean, not obscured in any fashion. So I say, oh, oh, it's right there. And instead of like a normal human being mm-hmm. taking your camera out and taking a picture of it, which I, I would think would be the easiest, or just putting it right in, or whatever you wanted to do, or writing it down if you're eighty or whatever, they're like they're like, you need to write it down for me. It's like what is what. what Okay, fine. Write it down. Write your name down as well. Yeah, like no, it's a power move. I'm t- at that point. I'm tempted to just just re- well, just write one number wrong. <laughs> yeah. If if you were too lazy to take the picture, <laughs> that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> of course, the the, the scumbag in the situation in your mind is me. So yeah. well, what am I gonna do? corporate's number is one eight 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 eight. Eight 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 eight. That's, that's My right. name is is Dubs Jeckham. <laughs> right. Give him a call. Uh, five five five. Come on now. <laughs> Five five five. Come on now. I had pizza for dinner. I'm sorry. Does that make you extra thirsty? Does pizza not make you extra thirsty? I don't know. Maybe. Was it an incredibly salty pizza? All pizza is incredibly salty, man. Well, because of the meats. 
And the cheeses. Well, cheese is salty. Mm. Um, what kind of pizza? Uh, pepperoni. Wild Mike's. Um, it's a frozen. Gotcha. <laughs> Welcome to give that some thought. <laughs> Try Podcasting's flagship show. Uh... Now that we're 20 minutes in, uh, this is, uh, give it some fun. Where the air is dead <laughs> and the hosts have no plan. That's right. Uh, well, that's every week. Um. So we were talking about malls, and maybe we want to get into like the corporate aspect of malls. Okay. <laughs> What's on your mind? Well, I, I was going to make the point is is when a mall goes out of business, malls when I was a kid. the reason why you have that ghost town of, uh, effect, the reason yeah. why all kids love malls, all kids love malls. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it seems like a treat, you know? It does seem like a treat, and there's so much to play with, mm-hmm. you know, put your hands on as a youth, yeah. Uh, yeah. including other youths. Co- bright bright um, lights, bright colors, you know? Yeah. Interesting things you've never seen before. Uh, sort like, of a retail like, smorgasbord. Like yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but... but Think think about it though. No, one, they're dead though. Retail's dead. Yeah, I don't know if you. I, yeah. Like I've read some articles about it in the last. Well, that's kind of what I, where I want to where, where I want to go with this yeah. a little bit. Um, but the mall specifically, mm-hmm. um, no mom and pop stores in those malls. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're all corporate stores, which means that when corporate decides to shut it down, they just get a phone call one afternoon says, "Oh, you're going to be closed tomorrow. You're not, no one else is coming in. We're not paying for any more salary. Like it's done. Yeah. And what are the employees going to do? I mean, if the GM of a store has to call everybody and say, "Hey, we're done. No, right. one, no one has a job here anymore." Yeah, Monday we're closed. First off, if you're an employee of that store, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Put the resume out? <laughs> no, no. I was thinking more along the lines of you're gonna, you know, uh, be like, "Oh, well, they don't need this nice stereo." Oh you know? yeah. I'm saying I'm sure they have people come and take away any inventory they could sell but as far as equipment and stuff goes the reason why it's just sitting there hasn't gone anywhere is because they just give the call shut it down and then and it's, it's done. just done yeah and they it's don't so bother cool, expending their resources on it because you we'll know, just tear it down one day yeah make it the next guy's problem yeah you know what I mean yeah no it's crazy I, it, you, you should watch that one about Jamestown Mall it's like it's it's bananas because they go into different stores and stuff and there's just yeah they just like it was like one day here the next day gone yeah like literally like it was like oh my god like straight out of a movie i love it well people don't people don't number one get their if they're gonna buy a high ticket item they you know they go online they they look it up Mm -hmm. online and then what do they do they go to walmart to get it yeah you know, well, see, my my thing is like with 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 the whole Amazon thing. Like, I I really truly believe that Prime Bra- Prime pays for itself with the ninety nine dollars a year because mm-hmm. that two day shipping, man. I mean, I, I'm to the point now. If if it, the price is not outrageous, which typically it's not. Well, I you think, think some things. You think a hundred dollars. You think at one hundred total dollars. But if you use it enough, no, well, I, no, but I mean, like, so I'm starting. I'm getting to the point now where I'll order, like, I ordered toilet paper on there for us. Like just mm-hmm. oh I'm you know I'm out or we're, you know I have the last roll in this bathroom and that bathroom and sure you know because and then in two days a case of toilet paper will show up for the price that I would pay for the toilet paper at Walmart and the and the convenience of not having to go up to Walmart and it's toilet paper it's the same thing I don't I don't yeah. have to try toilet paper before I buy it right I know I just well, I just need some toilet paper mm-hmm. you know same thing with toothbrushes I'm ordering batteries like all a lot of household type stuff like I think the only reason to go to stores now is food yeah I don't. Uh... 
I mean, I got the guest toilet paper in the bathroom, but usually I just use like the paperback, like an old paperback. <laughs> um, toothbrush haven't. I mean, you know, one will last you a couple of years. It's not a big deal. Uh, See, I I have to buy a new toothbrush about every two months. Really? Yeah, because I push so hard. Yeah. Like I'm I'm like my my brush. I, I buy the firm ones too. I'm not buying the soft ones, and I'll, it'll literally be like blown out in like three weeks. Well, you can't, you can't push so hard. Well, I I, just, I, just I don't know. There's something there. about the feeling of like I have to have the bristles just like hammering on my gums. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I probably have like I don't know gum cancer or something. Gum cancer, yeah. 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 Interesting. It's a thing, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. I guess. But 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 <laughs> going back to specifically St. Louis Mills Mall. Okay. So you have built on a floodplain, nothing else around it. It's yeah. a tr- it, it's a trip. To get out there. For, well, for your demographic audience, which you want white money, okay? Right. You, it's it's a trip. It's 20, 30 minutes, okay? Yeah. For that uh, minimum, for that white money to get there. Uh, but for the black black youths, black, black people aged 15 to 25. Which, uh, I'm just going to uh, check which, some quick stats here. Hold on. You don't want that demographic if you're a retail oh, outlet. Yep, those are the ones that commit the most crime. You don't want that. It, just looked it you up. You know, you don't want that element if you're a retail <laughs> outlet. That's and, right. But they're right next. It's just they're, right over the bridge. Well, it's right up the hill. Yeah. Because if you, if you if you go because you can go two ways off of Mills, you can hop back on 370. If you don't hop back on 370, but literally take like Hazelwood back up, mm-hmm. like you're you're in like Hazelwood School District. Yeah. It's right there. So, so you have that element moving that moving in and and almost immediately, and that becoming a hangout spot. Well, I remember like even a, like it was maybe two years after it was open, we went to see a movie out there at the theater, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was the premiere of something, and I don't remember what, but there was one of those movies. Maybe it was it was a couple years ago. I don't remember. It wasn't one of the Medea movies or something like that. But it was. I think it was one of those movies about a rapper. I think it was Fifty Cent's movie, maybe. Uh-huh. And that had premiered that night. Yeah. And we stepped out of the theater, and as we were walking, sort of down the hallway in the theater to the main area, and then out to our cars, like I I probably saw fifteen cops. <laughs> Got rolling up. Yep, this is where the black kids hang out. We're yep. just, po- just going <laughs> to post up here. Post up here. That's right. We'll get donuts delivered and we'll be good. Yeah. No, like, and then it kind of hit me in there. I was like, oh, okay, because such because that came out tonight. Yeah. Because <laughs> I guess they were expecting <clears throat> a certain demographic to uh, show up for the gangster movie. <laughs> but wow. I was, yeah. Okay, I mean, because I, I remember, like, I remember coming out of the theater. No, you told me this story. Walked before. out, saw the cop, turned left. There's like another cop, moved down. There's like three more cops. I'm like, Did somebody just get shot or something? Like, yeah. what the hell is going on here? Oh no, they're just expecting somebody to get shot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like the guy who watches like you know the inspirational movie like the life and times of Walter Mitty yeah and then he's like I'm gonna go out and change my life that's right you, like you know a bunch you get a bunch bunch of black teenagers that's in a movie right. theater to watch watching the 50, 50 Cent, Cent getting shot and selling cocaine <laughs> and then they get out crack crack okay I'm sorry crack <laughs> they they immediately walk out of the theater and just start shooting things <laughs> you know? that's right I'm gonna get a rap career too <laughs> but. That's not what killed St. Louis Mills Mall. Okay? No. It wasn't the location. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the fact that build, by building it in the location they did, it... It was the blues it, leaving, it, it man. Was, I tell it, you. No, it wasn't even that. It, it was It was the fact that it was George W. Bush's fault. 
What? Okay. It was George W. Bush's fault. How? Uh, back in St. Louis, Mills I mean, Mall. don't get me wrong. I'm totally ready to blame him for something. I just need to know. Okay, we can we can call it his fault. We can call it Barack Obama's fault. But I'm, I'm leaning more towards Bush. So you have the housing crisis at that time. Now at that time, this was just after 9/11. That's when they built the St. Louis Mills Mall. Yeah, I guess so. And they were they, what they were planning on doing was taking that whole 370 corridor from Highway 70 all the way to the Missouri River, that whole corridor there, and taking all that farmland and building houses. Development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were going to develop and put a bunch of houses in, in that area. And then 2008 happens. Mm. And, and Nobody wants to buy houses. All the construction for houses goes from, like, you know, 200, 300% to zero. Oh, oh, almost overnight, you know. And so all those middle class people who, number one, were St. Charles is filled with middle class blue collar guys who work construction. Right. Okay. It's a, it was a huge demographic. Um, now, there's not as many, but at the time you had like, you know, 15% of St. Charles County just lost all their, like completely out of work in the space of a month, mm-hmm. you know? And then. And you know what the best cure for that is? Methamphetamine? Uh, no, some oxys. <laughs> same difference. We're on the same wavelength. We're just different names. <laughs> different names for the same Yeah, thing. but I think oxy applies more to St. Charles County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because, man, dude, that well, a lot of people strung out on pills in this county. Yep. A lot of people strung out on pills. Yep. Anyway, so it was the housing market, the, the housing crisis that caused St. Louis Mills Mall to fail because they were banking, that development company was banking on taking the rest of that properties yeah. and those properties around it and building houses. The development, yeah. yeah. Well. And you, you could see like the, the development that happened along uh, Elm Street there in St. Charles County. Right. Where Sugar Fire is now mm-hmm. and all that stuff. That was not there yeah. when St. Louis Mills Mall was built. And that was built out in anticipation of St. Louis Mills Mall, and that, but that it was actually sort of, was able to survive because it's in close proximity to a bunch of old neighborhoods. Anyway, yeah, uh, it, it's interesting though the 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 mall as a thing became the thing in what the eighties mall culture the seventies eighties. I think it was mid seventies, and then like like. By the mid '80s, it was like the thing. Yeah, like yeah. it was because then you had like music videos, sort of highlighting the thing mm-hmm. and oh, that that sort of thing. Yeah. From what I understand, yeah, yeah. But it's just crazy. Like that's, I mean, because like my kids, I th- I my think kids you, probably aren't going to know no, like a no, mall really. No, no. I mean, we we take them there now, and it's funny because they'll know individual big box stores, right? But see now next to each, next to each other, the strip mall will probably still be a thing. It's it's shifted because. So like on Wednesdays, like if I like last Wednesday I had the day off, you know, my my thing is like I'm like let's take the kids to the mall because it'll be totally empty, yeah, and they can kind of run around and it's not they're not really we're not really gonna bother anybody. We can kind of go and do what we're gonna do and 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 not be looked at or weirded out or see crazy people like like I mean five years ago, ten years ago that would have been you know uh, let's not take the kids to the mall you know but like my kids are young now I can go to the mall it's like whatever like you yeah. go to the mall on a weekday <laughs> do whatever you want yeah like it doesn't you know um, like it's, it's kind of flipped in the sense of oh I'll take my kids there but like I and think when my kids are of shopping age they're not gonna, they're not yeah. gonna know a but mall. They're, they're also that, the great thing about that in your situation with the mall, the mall is that there are so many mall walkers yeah 
there too at that time of day. Like a bunch of little little old ladies like walking in their, yep. their sweatpants, you yep. know? Yep. You could be like, excuse me, ma'am, ma'am, would you mind watching my son for just like, you know, babysitters? Yeah, exactly. You're, you, you're in a mall. <laughs> you have things to buy. You That's can right. consume and buy, which is the American dream. That's you're right. You're with your children and your nu- nuclear heterosexual uh, <laughs> normal, normal family. Um <laughs> And you're surrounded by nanas. That's you're surrounded right. by grand- grandmas. <laughs> you know? Just pick one. Just pick, pick one. one. Uh, lady, I got to take a shit. Will you keep an eye on Junior here? Hey, sir, sir. Uh, miss, yes, you, sir. Mr. Falling Asleep, yes. Would you mind watching my son? <laughs> and you know he's not, you know, he's 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 going to watch the kid. He's going to be like, if the kid strays too far, be like, hey, hey, get back over here. That's right. He, at worst, he's going to give the kid a worth as original. <laughs> and if he tries anything with the kid, the kid just run away. The grandpa can't get off the bench. He can't run that fast. <laughs> the grandpa's glued down. <laughs> he, no, no grandpa is getting off of a bench in a mall unless his wife says, let's go. That's right. We're leaving. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. Uh, I miss the malls. Mm. But, but, but here's the thing. The mall and... Not what it stands for, but kind of what it represents as an ideal, the one-stop shop for consumerism and fashion and community, which for the teenager, right, at the mo- one of the most formative times in your life, oh, teenager, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. it is community. Yeah. In the 80s and 90s, it was. Yeah. Not so much anymore. I think like when we were kids, yeah, for sure. Well, you and I are the. I mean, I never did much mall hanging because I was homeschooled and I was a dork. And, I didn't ho- a yeah, lot either. That's but I, people I remember got that, that was like the thing, though. But yeah. it was when we were kids. It, yeah. it still was, um, and it won't be. And I think that's that's sort of that mall era. It can you can define our culture um, by the, that mall era, and and now you, you look at it, you know. What is it now? Just Snapchat, I guess. I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't. I don't know. I don't keep up with the kids, but. But I think we we really have kind of def, definitely or definitively ended an era of of the United States history and of uh, history of our culture. I, th- I would say the eighties through through Bush one, right, would be an era um, of extreme prosperity, and then the end was just extreme downfall. I mean, mm-hmm. the two thousand eight housing crash was just. Trillions lost. Yeah, you, have, you, you do you see? Do you watch The Big Short? No, good movie. No, good movie. You'll like it. Um, I do have one actual official story, but it's funny. Before I read it, so the the ads for other stories on the site over here, two of them. Brad Pitt speaks out about his divorce from Angelina Jolie and his heavy drinking. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize Brad Pitt was a drinker. I had heard it was the weed. She didn't like the weed. Really? Yeah. You being serious? Yeah, that's what I heard. Oh wow. But I mean, wow. as in, I heard. I saw it on. A magazine in the supermarket. That's right. <laughs> so, you know. You all who knows then, yeah. No. But speaking of those magazines, I miss, I miss the day when those magazines were like, like, Bat Boy Found in Cave Bites Explorer, you know? <laughs> now, it's, now, now it's like what color Miley Cyrus's panties were. Yeah, you know? exactly. And who lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. It used to be like, you know, we found Mothman. Right. And guess what? Al Gore's his, a robot. His favorite band is the Beatles. That's you right. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. <laughs> Now it's just now it's now it's just oh oh, oh oh look Lindsay Lohan got got arrested again and uh and and Melissa McCarthy is fatter who That's knew right. who knew no so uh then I saw this other thing and speaking of malls it's actually is a perfect segue because one of the kiosks in the mall have you seen these fidget spinners have you seen them ad- advertised no, anywhere are no. you familiar at all with what these are are, are the things that you have like in your your hand and they spin around? So you can around? hold it and you can just kind of spin it. And okay, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. They they have um 
they have ball bearings in them so that like you can you can hold it like this and it will spin perfectly centered you know because of all the bearings in it well there was a kiosk that was selling those it was funny because this is how my flipping uh you know or how my my ebay kind of game and, and researching amazon selling and stuff has affected my daily life we were in there with my wife we walked past that kiosk and i was like i was like i can get those things for like a buck a piece from a chinese <laughs> from a chinese supplier yeah and because i priced them <laughs> and i was like you got a buck a piece i'm like i want to see what they're selling for just had a curiosity because i i know that's where they're getting them from and i'm like oh yeah how are these and my son was you know because i spent it and then my son's like oh my god yeah like, he's just you know it's dad's like, magic it's like he's on lsd like he's just losing his mind and uh and, th- and so i'm kind of entertaining him i'm like oh how much are they and she's like 9.99 i was like so then i'm doing the math in my head i'm like okay so if i can get them for like a buck 15 a piece which mm-hmm. i can from a chinese supplier get them over here and then i was like I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, how much business, you know, do you guys do or whatever? And I was just kind of chatting it up with the the lady who was in charge there or whatever, you know, owner. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, weekends are really where we make all our, you know, money, you know, which makes sense. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's crazy, uh, you know. And I was like, so is it like a rent thing with these kiosks? And she's like, yeah, it's fifteen hundred dollars a month. Um, and then I was like, okay, so fifteen hundred dollars a month. These things are a buck from China. Nine ninety nine. How many do I got to sell to break even at fifteen hundred dollars a month? You know, well, for your I'm kind time of doing and the math I mean, there. you have to. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I because I don't think there's any other. I mean, there's no electricity to the kiosk. There's no. There's no other. I don't think you have to pay for anything else. Like, well, I believe yeah, it really I'm, is I'm, just I'm, the space. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I was kind of do, doing some math, and I'm like, I wonder. I could just quit my job, sell these things, <laughs> or, uh, what, or whatever, no. or whatever the next nope. little thing from China don't, was. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know, do not do that. Take. Take the secure thing for right now. You have children. Yeah, but it's fine. You can't just quit your job and sell things in a mall kiosk. <laughs> We've spent 30 minutes now talking about how malls about are dead. Malls are <laughs> dead. Am, yeah. Retail is dead. And you're like, hmm, I could, I could definitely be a middleman for a shitty product made in China. Hmm. <laughs> but isn't that the American dream, like selling it, buying a shitty product low and selling it high? <laughs> or, you know, two girls at the same time, whatever, whatever your American dream is. That's, that's the thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, they never give us the Two girls at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you do with a million dollars? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I watched off his face. Because I came over here, as a disservice to the listeners, I came over and we didn't record a podcast. Uh, it was Sunday, though. But, see, here's uh, the thing. I was going uh, through some stuff and I needed, I needed that, that suburban wizard to center me uh uh which he did here's the thing though that was our time it was this right now this is deli- this is everybody's time <laughs> it's it's me it's you it's the people listening right now yeah uh it's it's our time Out together in Quantico, Langley, Virginia. exactly <laughs> it's our time together that's uh, right but you know when the mics go off the mics are off that's right and it's just you know two buds hanging out <laughs> yep watching silly movies that's right office space was on tv and it was great yeah I hadn't seen it in a long time Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> uh, anyways, here's here's this uh, this article from the Guardian. Um, I'm an ex Facebook exec. Don't believe what they tell you about ads, and it's rather long here. Uh, maybe I can pick some stuff out here, but. Um the ethics of Facebook's micro-targeted advertising was thrust into the spotlight this week by a report out of Australia. The article, based on a leaked presentation, said that Facebook was able to identify, and this is the creepy part, but able to identify teenagers at their most vulnerable, including when they feel, quote, insecure, worthless, defeated, and stressed. Right? So Facebook is able to tell when people are feeling these ways and and identify that. Um, 
Facebook claimed the report was misleading, assuring the public that the company does not, quote, offer tools to target people based on their emotional state. If the intention of Facebook's public relations spin is to give the impression that such targeting is not even possible on their platform, I'm here to tell you I believe they're lying through their teeth. Mm-hmm. That's what this ex-Facebook says. Um, and then I believe he goes on, I was at Facebook in 2012 during the previous presidential race. The fact that Facebook could easily throw the election by selectively showing a get-out-the-vote reminder in certain counties of a swing state, for example, was a running joke. Converting Facebook data into money is harder than it sounds, mostly because the vast bulk of your user data is worthless. Uh, turns out your blotto drunk party picks and flirty coworker messages have no commercial value whatsoever. Well, that's good. To um, know. Uh, that's right. <laughs> I mean, the only time I use ever use Facebook really is when I'm drunk. So that's right. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I'm not. I'm doing a disservice to you know. <laughs> to the platform. Yeah, you're truly getting your money's worth. Mm-hmm. But occasionally, if used very cleverly with lots of machine learning iteration and systematic trial and error, the canny marketer can find just the right admixture of age, geography, time of day, and music or film taste that. D- Demarcate a demographic winner of an audience. The click-through rate to use the the advertiser's parlance doesn't lie. Without seeing the leaked documents, which are reportedly based around a pitch Facebook made to a bank, it is impossible to know how precisely the platform was of what the precise the platform was offering its advertisers. There's nothing in the trade I know of that targets ads at emotions, but Facebook has and does offer psychometric type targeting, where the goal is to define a subset of the marketing audience that an advertiser thinks is particularly susceptible to their message. So, and then he goes on here. I think there's some other stuff. It's kind of long. I'll start with an anecdote from my Facebook days. Someone on the data science team had cooked up a new tool that recommended Facebook pages users should like. And what did this tool start spitting out? Every ethnic stereotype you can imagine. We killed the tool when it recommended then then President Obama if a user had liked rapper Jay-Z. While that was a statistical fact, people who liked Jay-Z were more likely to like Obama, it was one of the more statistical truths Facebook couldn't be seen espousing. Mm -hmm. I disagree. (laughs) Jay-Z is a millionaire music tycoon, so what if we associate him with the president? In our current world, there's a long list of truths that cannot be stated publicly, even though there's plenty of data suggesting their correctness, and this was one of them. Probably because the next one, it was like, you like Jay-Z, how about Obama? And then the next one was like, how about Church's Fried Chicken? Yeah, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it was that extreme, you know. Yeah. Um, but but I mean, I don't know. Uh, what's what what's your Facebook feed filled with? I um, mean, there's so many advertisements. There's so many. So many. There's a lot of ads. Yeah, I've 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 added a whole lot of because of the whole Johnson thing. I upped my friends by about 600 people, mm-hmm. strictly because they were into Gary Johnson. Yeah. So I see a whole lot of um, I see a whole lot of people posting in their status about um, they think flat Earth is stupid because they run in circles where there's people that believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see a lot of uh, and then I do see it's funny because there's like three people that I know in real life, which I think I think I have a theory and it hasn't been founded by anything that's come out. Just to be perfectly honest, sure. but I have a theory that Facebook is able to, through their app and its nearby service, which you can turn off, right? And I do have it turned off, but I had it turned on for a while. And when it was on, it was the creepiest thing ever. I'd be driving through whatever, and they'd be like, they'd be like, Steve is in St. Peter's too. Like, literally, that's what the notification was. I guess trying to connect you, I could see how it could maybe be helpful. I I, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Neat little whatever. But I have this theory that they do that anyways and don't tell you and well, sure the people that you know or are around so like if you have the facebook app installed and i have the facebook app installed facebook knows where our apps are right 
yeah. geolocation. Yeah. So yeah. they know that we've seen each other in person. So I'm going to see your stuff first. Yeah. And mm-hmm. more often. Yeah. And more prominently. Yeah. I, I, I firmly believe that. Although it hasn't been said that there's any, like there's no data to support that. But that's my theory. Uh, no, that's that's absolutely true. That's absolutely absolutely true. We, but but it hasn't been founded. But I, I really but, believe. I mean, that's it, the is. Case. it is. It is. <laughs> so think think. I mean, think of of they already have that data. Yeah. So what what the only? I mean, you're just away. You're just you're just an algorithm away from making that happen. Yeah. Yeah, you and really are. No one's going to know. Right. Because. You just make another algorithm and nobody knows. <laughs> so why just wouldn't you make another algorithm and nobody knows? <clears throat> That's the word of the day. So so what what they've done here is essentially is create a VI virtual intelligence to run all this. They had to. They just said in the article that they did because there's no amount of of people people do it. Yeah. can do it without. The computer's doing it themselves and just spitting out the conclusions to the data. Right. You know, the scientists are and these these people, these engineers aren't looking at the data. Computers are looking at the data and spitting out conclusions results. Yeah. and results. So for advertisers or what have you. Yes. So we're 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 creating AI, we're creating VI, but we're not doing it so that we can advance the human race. Or even end the human race, like in all you know, Terminator <laughs> right, and Matrix exactly. and everything else. Right. We're doing it. I'd be fine if it was pure evil, because at least that'd be entertaining. We're doing it to sell things. That's right. Right. Yeah. We're doing it to target advertisement to buy. You know. Of course we would. And it goes beyond uh, suggesting bans to teenagers mm-hmm. based on what this or that or the like. other, or right. an energy drink to a teenager based on this, that, or the other. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it really will, it's changing the way we think, slowly and subtly, the way we uh, approach problems, the way we, could, the way we consume, yeah. you know? But see, almost with, with the boiling frogs analogy, like, I think you could just, I think you could just, and maybe this is, like, conspiracy-esque, but, like, I think you could just kind of tick the algorithm, like, one way, mm-hmm. and, and just a small tick, like I said, just, just we're going to up the chances that you're going to like this based on that type thing. Yeah. We're going to up the chances that, and, and and then, and then a year later do it again. And then a year later do it again. And in five years, well, nobody's even thinking their own thoughts anymore. Like I'm not trying to be whatever, but like, d- d- like seriously, you know what I mean? Like it, at a certain point you don't, you just, well, th- this is what I see, what I choose to put in front of myself 24 God dang seven. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what we all do. A matter of fact, on this same note, I know you got a thought there, but uh, on this same note, I had a conversation. Um, it was funny because somebody very close to me and my wife, uh, if you get my drift, um, had somebody delete her on uh, delete them on Facebook uh, this past week. Mm. Exactly, and so they were talking to me and my wife about it separately. Talked to me and talked to my wife, and they were like, "Oh yeah, like this person deleted me, and and I don't know what I did, and blah blah blah." blah and and sh- did that one response? Should I text them? And just on and on and on. And and I probably came across like the biggest rudest a hole because it that that moves the needle so little for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. that I couldn't because yeah. if you if you come to me and you say my wife cheated on me, what do I do? I'm at least going to empathize with my my manness and yeah. be like, here's how that probably feels and what I would maybe do in your shoes. But when you do that, there's nothing in me that I'm just like, 
That is a non-issue, a non-event. Exactly. Nothing happened there. Exactly. And so a ju- few and buttons were clicked and feelings were hurt. But literally, literally, that's it. A few buttons were clicked and feelings were that's hurt. That's right. This person could have gone their entire, the rest of their lives, these two people. That's right. Both the, this person you were talking to and the person who unfriended them, who blocked them. Uh-huh. They could have gone the rest of their lives and never seen each other in person. Right. And And, and never realized... But somebody blocked them, and it showed it, mm-hmm. and now it's an issue. Yeah. When 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 in real life, it's it 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 affects nothing. Or if or or see, it's almost like it's taking the confrontation out of or the interaction out of confrontation is probably a better way to put Bingo. it. Bingo. Because because if I have a problem with you, Matt, what do yeah. I do? I say, Matt, this this is an issue. Mm-hmm. Probably on the podcast in front of our listeners. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. And 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 but now with Facebook and the way that it is, like if you're if we weren't as good of friends as we are, like let's just say we were casual friends or something like that, or friends from school, work, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. If I had an issue with you, I could just delete you, feel self satisfied in what I did, even though it means dick all. Yeah, yeah. But I could feel self satisfied because I did something. And you would feel, and I would assume that when you saw it or realized it, you would feel the the pain or whatever of it. And so, but then, but I don't have to actually say, hey, when you posted the other day that transgender people aren't people, that pissed me off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it takes, it takes the interaction out of the confrontation. Yeah. And it's just, well, I'm, I'll just delete them. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, that's not... That, yeah, it's not. It doesn't do anything. It's not a thing. <laughs> like that doesn't, you know. And I, I hope, I hope they didn't think I was rude because, like I said, they asked me about it, and I was like, and they're like, well, do you think? Do, like, should I talk to them or ask them? And I was like, uh, who cares? <laughs> and they're like, well, but I just, I don't know what I did, and I'm like, so live in that peace. <laughs> I don't, I don't. I mean, that sounds great. Like. <laughs> Cause like if I, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, no, it's I'm just, I'm just thinking I'm just thinking of like the guy who wakes up with a killer hangover and he can't remember the last night and he goes out and like his, the headlight in his car has just been smashed mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm just gonna go with it. That's exactly Not gonna question what I hit. Uh, yeah, exactly. A stationary object, an object in motion, <laughs> a person, an alive object, a dead you know, object. We'll just we'll just we'll, yeah. I'm, I'm here. That's right. Uh, God has erased my memory through the gift of drink. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with it. Yeah. Like why? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, who? Just yeah. Don't. And that's why I told her. I was like, I, I don't. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> because and 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 you probably know what I'm talking about. Some of our listeners will. But there's some things that I've been through that I think have kind of beat it out of me to care about that sort of thing. Yeah. Because it's like. Whatever you you're gonna say what you're gonna say, but like if, what's on my mind is is my money, my people, my yeah. family, my yeah. I don't. Oh, you deleted me. <laughs> Bummer. You don't get to see solid libertarian truth every day. <laughs> like <laughs> must suck for you. Um. <laughs> yeah. So it raises the letter age- of the day is T, as in taxation is theft. <laughs> it raises the age old. A question which you know the Chinese philosophers struggle with. Yeah, that's right. That's if the tree if, falling in the forest. If a friend deletes you on Facebook yeah. and you don't know, did it happen? Uh, ex- exactly. No. Yeah. It's 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 a non-starter. But going back to the ad thing, you ever ride when you were a kid? Ride in the car. You're in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Your grandpa, or your grandma's driving. Mm-hmm. 
or your, even maybe even your mom or your dad. Mm-hmm. And your you uncle's pay. next to you with his pants off. Yeah, I, I can see it right in front of my. Well, son. you you had a different experience growing up. You had a different childhood than I did, because <laughs> um, I was fat, so no one wanted to blast me. Uh, um, oh, not true. I was a hell of a cute five year old. Now they want to molest and your then I brain. Got fat. Oh well. You can't molest a brain. <laughs> molest away, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I've been waiting. Yeah. I've hanging out at the library, like, you know, wearing wearing <laughs> skimpy outfits. My brain wearing skimpy outfits, you know. That's nothing right. happens. Um No, you'd you'd be driving in the car with your, your parents or your grandparents and, yeah. and you'd pass a billboard and your grandpa would read the billboard out loud. Mm-hmm. You remember this? Mm-hmm. Remember this happening? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you'd be like, How about that? Uh Smucker's Jam. Yeah. You know? Or whatever. Yeah. And it's and it was weird because the further out in the country you got, the more awkward that got. As you yes. had the signs for the adult, <laughs> the adult boutique, thousands of DVDs. <laughs> I, rem- I remember there. Were- everybody in the everyone with an earshot knows what I'm talking about. Well, in St. Louis area, like, yeah. Well, no, everybody, everybody. That's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. When we well, drove to Atlanta, when we drove to Atlanta for work, I was like we were like, I was like, oh, we could swing in, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> truckers that's, that's who right. they're advertising to truckers that's right <laughs> anyway guys thousands of duties <laughs> video booths that's <laughs> did you see the ama of the guy that was a cleanup dude for the one of those that's uh, happened many times in reddit we don't need we're just gonna shut that door okay, you, you open it a crap i'm gonna slam it shut okay okay no, not going there. Uh, you're welcome, listener. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you really are. So you'd be driving down the, the highway, and your grandpa would be like, Smucker's Jam, Billboard, uh-huh. whatever. How about that? Because he came from a time when advertising wasn't everywhere. Mm-hmm. When it was a occasional billboard, and it was logos. The, the biggest was advertising kind of thing was thing for a, somebody a to have advertising, too. Exactly. Because your, your, your general store type thing didn't have it, yeah. you know, but your pepsi you know or your coke or whatever it was did have it which that is was sort of that madman thing but but also which is the the origin of the cooler as we know it today in gas stations mm-hmm. is that coca-cola in the 1920s and the 30s and the 40s brought in coolers and gave them to the store owners and said here fill 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 this this cooler with coke and the outside of the cooler was Coca-Cola advertisement, basically. Right. But it was the only place. It was store owner didn't keep soda cold, so there was the only soda that was cold. So you sold more Coke. Right. 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 Plus you had the advertisement of the Coke. Right. Plus it was sitting outside in front of the store, and people driving by would see. Oh, wanted to get a cold Coke. Coke. There you go. You got it. And that's where the advertising advertisement in gas stations and stuff came about. At least you know in, in in America, but you also had billboards and things like that. But but now we've progressed to Everybody's advertisement on TVs. Now we've progressed to we carry around an advertisement device in our pockets, and we have it within hands reach at all times. Yep, my moment's notice. Right. Yep. I mean, you're wearing a shirt with an advertisement. I, uh, let's let's look at this table. Okay. <laughs> I'm seeing I'm seeing one, two, three, four, there's five, six, six. logos, seven, seven, Asus. Yeah. So you've got the computer screen, you got a cup that says Slurpee, you got a Best Buy mouse pad, we've got uh stickers that you know, 
anyway, there's advertisements around us everywhere. Right. Everything has a logo, which is why I don't get people who wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Right. Or your, you know, your Hollister. Like what? Are, I know I'm dating myself here when I mention those brands, but <laughs> what are you doing? You're you're advertising for a company. You got nothing. You have a T-shirt with a logo on it. Yeah. Yeah. You have turned yourself just, into a billboard, you stupid ass. But see you monkey. But, <laughs> but see, on a on a deeper level though, like those those brands were selling and still are, I think, um, like sex in a certain way to a certain age group that it's the same thing Victoria's Secret. Well they were sell they were right? selling be, so, being a billboard is sexy. Having this name on your shirt is well, sexy. Yes, but they so were selling but it was a sexy. certain culture. That they were trying to, so we all know, we all know, like the Victoria's Secret fashion show, right? Mm-hmm. So there's no point to having leggings that say Victoria's Secret on them. Yeah. Other, other than to advertise that you shop at Victoria's Secret, probably wear their underwear and are probably down to clown. Well, like that's that you're in your mind. That's what you're doing yeah, when you buy it. But you're you're buying the experience and the brand and you're hoping you're buying a small slice of that culture. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Even though you're yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. Really, you're not. Which is the whole thing of a- a- advertisement. Because if you want to be a slut, you can be a slut without Victoria's Secret. Well, we all know that. I mean, <laughs> matter of fact, it's actually easier when they're off. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, in my experience, unwrapping a gift is half the fun. Well, I hate unwrapping gifts. Really? Yeah, I hate the, the, the when all eyes in the room are on me and they're waiting to see if I like it, and I'm not going to. Yeah. It just I can't. It's surprising that you don't like like unwrapping gifts, seeing as how much you love Christmas, like the <laughs> holiday time, the Christmas time is your favorite time of the year. God, I hate it so much. It's in, the 26th is the best day of the year. Yeah, it's the longest. The 26th, period. It's really is the longest period of time before I, more Christmas. <laughs> I walked into work on the 26th with the biggest smile on my face, and they're like, "What did you What did you get for Christmas?" I'm like, "No, no, no, you don't understand." This is my holiday. Yeah. You you guys had a month leading up to your shitty one. Now this is mine. And they're like, what? And I was like, this is this is the day. This is the day that is the longest period of time before we have to go through that shit again. <laughs> I it's it makes me so happy. I'm sorry. It makes yeah. me happy. It makes me hugely happy. Bigly. Yeah. <laughs> but but we've come for full circle on the advertisement thing. Uh it used to be that an advertisement was something that you made a note of, like, oh, there's an advert. There's an there's there's an ad here. Right. That's that's not something that's usual that, that normally happens. And now here we are, a hundred years later. And there's and an ad everywhere. Our, our no, not not just there's an ad everywhere. Okay. Uh, ads control our lives. Yeah, they really do. Like if if Reddit decides it doesn't want to show me something, mm-hmm. then I don't know. If Facebook decides it doesn't want to show me something or wants me to see something, then I either know or don't know about that thing. Um, the flow of information, that's one of the things that we don't quite realize, I think. <coughs> we don't understand it and its its implications as, as much as we should. The gravitas of the situation in, 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 in how much of our lives are controlled by ads and yeah. how... how easy it is to manipulate the flow of information on the internet right uh, it used to be the internet we've talked about this before the internet was a wild wild west you could you could do you know there's so much stuff on the internet people were just throwing stuff as as quick as they could back in like 90 95 96 97 they were just archiving just tons of stuff throwing it up on the internet 
Right. Taking it from analog, making it digital, throwing it up on the internet. And, you know, search engines back then were just concerned with being able to search everything that was available. Right. Not with what showed and what didn't. But now, 20 years on, we're to the point where the focus isn't on giving people information, letting people access information. The focus is on controlling the flow of information and controlling what people and what groups get what information. Right. For instance, uh, a story you may not have heard of, uh, or maybe you did, but I doubt most people out there have heard of it. Um, This is from Medium.com. DNC admits the entire primary process is fake. (laughs) So... The DNC was sued by some Bernie Sanders supporters in California for falsifying or not counting all the votes. And this, and this is all we're gonna time we're gonna spend on 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 this this story. Although you should listeners, you should go and look this up. Um, but the defense for the DNC for the Democratic National Committee, all right, for the 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 group that controls half of our election. Right. They said that they are not with, they don't, aren't beholding to any voters for any expected outcome. They took the football defense. Okay. On the back of all sports tickets, it says that whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens, happens, happens. (laughs) And we are not obligated to give you fairness or equality or a refund we or we a, are yeah. simply obligated to provide you entertainment so as long as you are entertained and there was a a a, a spectacle put on we don't we 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 are not uh beholding for fairness of the game for following the rules or for any any sort of fixing that might go on okay they give right. themselves an out the dnc did the exact took the exact same defense that that this the the case should be In thrown what capacity? out. What was it? Was it a court case or something? What was yes. This? No. Yeah. It was it was a lawsuit brought by uh, um, a group if uh, for the state of California saying about that, Bernie Sanders about Bernie Sanders being cheated out of the election, which he absolutely was. Right. Bernie Sanders totally totally destroyed Hillary Clinton in the primaries. Right. And no one knew about it because it was all covered up. Yeah. His, his vote his votes for him were thrown out, were deleted. Off hard drives. Um, uh, uh, do, 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 do. Um, I'll, I'll just I'll just go to the article real quick. Um, That's crazy. Anyway, I'm so have to look that up. The, the defense, yeah, that they took was that was they the, weren't yeah. required under any circumstance to to actually have a fair primary, right? A fair primary election. Um. A recently uh, released transcript of Florida court documents, I'm sorry, it's Florida, not California, has revealed that the Democratic National Committee's first line of defense in their motion to dismiss a lawsuit against them by defrauded Bernie Sanders supporters is to state that they are under no contractual obligation to provide the American people with real party primaries. <laughs> That's insane. That's insane to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll find there's no right to just by virtue of making a donation to enforce the party's internal rules, said DNC attorney. There is no right to not have your candidate disadvantaged, disadvantaged, excuse me, or have another candidate advantaged. There is no contractual obligation here. Basically, what he's saying is that whatever happens, Democratic National Committee has no obligation to actually um 
to actually give the nomination to the person who got the most votes. That's insane. Like your your primary vote has it's 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 actually nothing. It actually means nothing. There is no legal um, weight, representation, anything behind a primary vote in the primaries of the caucus. It means literally nothing. Um. Yeah. And so there's absolutely no no uh, no reason to believe that our elections are fair or free. They're not. Yeah. You know? Basically, thanks for playing, everybody. Yeah. The only reason Donald Trump won is because he fixed it better. <laughs> he rigged the better it better. Fixer. That's right. I mean, we know that Hillary Clinton was rigging elections left and right. She she wrote... I mean, come on. Especially with that Project Veritas stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they were rigging that for her the whole way. She just... She just thought she didn't have to rig, rig it quite so hard for, you know, Mr. Clown Shoes. <laughs> well, now what happened was those clown shoes walked all over you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Hugely. Hugely. Bigly. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You got anything else? I don't know. What was we talking about? <laughs> I went off on a tangent. Uh, well, I think we were going to discuss the rain. Oh, you are talking about Facebook. A ton of rain. Oh, yeah. We pretty much wrapped that, though. Yeah. 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 Facebook. I mean, it's, it's seriously, man. And then it was funny because I told my wife because then, so this person that talked to us separately about this thing, about this person at Leitner, um, then me and my wife talked and it was so funny because we were like, she's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I, t- I told my wife, I was like, to be fair, you probably had more or better things to say to that than I did because I don't, I don't it's a, that, that's, that's a bummer when you're going to work. I don't, yeah. I don't just, we're not. That does it. There's just so little about that that mean that it means anything, and uh, and I and I told my wife I was like I was like that's the thing. It just like nobody cares. Like there's oh you can't jerk off over the things that I say. And it's like that emotional masturbation mindset. Mm-hmm. It's like oh mm-hmm. you can't see that. Oh they can't see that. They should want to see that. Like, yeah. No, well they don't. They just they'll just look at other ones. Yeah. Like it just it it's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter and nobody cares. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, yep. That's that's the, that's the title of the episode. It doesn't matter and nobody cares because yep. it just. I, I hate to break it to you, but uh, you know, and there's there's so many. Um, you got know, work with a lot of kids, um, and they. It's that same mindset. I see stuff and it's like, well, so and so said this to me, and, and yeah, you know, I'm just like, it doesn't. If you if you only knew, if yeah. you only knew how much that doesn't matter. Yeah. Like I, I don't. That, that's the thing with, with, like, with the whole. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares, kids. With, with, with the whole online bullying, like oh, we have to be aware of people being bullied online. Like, w- w- forget that. What about the culture that that puts so much weight on what happens so- online? Right. Like the culture that that makes Billy think that what people say to him on Facebook is actually important at <laughs> yeah. all or true. Yes. Like, it does, like, exactly. Yeah. So when Billy commits suicide, it's not the fact that Billy got bullied because kids are dicks. Right. They're absolute monsters. <laughs> That's right. Children, children of that age, yeah. smart enough to be an asshole, but not smart enough to know how to temper to, it to know better, and use right. it properly. Right. They're complete pricks. They're absolute <laughs> jerks. Yeah. Okay. Or even in a physical sense. And that's not going to change. My son does it to my daughter. He, he had chapsticks in his hand. He had two chapsticks in one hand. He walked directly up to his sister tonight and just hit her across the face. Well, he needed to see what happened when I she got just, hit with chopsticks. Just, 
bam. I mean, just it was so funny. And, and I'm like, I'm like, go sit down. You're in timeout. Yeah. You know, sit, sit down. And he sits down. And then, so his mom has trained him. An awful mother that he has. <laughs> has trained him that he has to sit until he's ready to apologize. Mm-hmm. Which is a good thing, right? Yeah. But so then what he does with me is I go, I go, sit down. You're in timeout. Sit down. And he sits down. And he's like, he's like, I'm going to hug her and say I'm sorry. Like instantly. Like not even... 10 seconds from yeah. when it happened. And I'm like, no, you're going to sit and think about it for a second. And then, so then we went back and forth. He stays seated and she's, you know, of course, crying her eyes out. And she, uh, and he's like, I'm going to tell her I'm sorry. I'm going to give her a hug. And I'm like, you'll do that when we're ready to. Yeah. Now sit down. And then I made up in my mind. I was like, I was like, he's going to have to sit there the whole time she's upset about it. Oh. Exactly. That's crime and punishment in the Todd household. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep, daddy's using his noodle. Mm-hmm. Watch out, kids. I also, he did, he did, I said, I got really frustrated at something. I said the F word, and then he repeated it today, too. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, it was not, a, it was not, it was, it was, a, I was like, oh, there it is. There it is. <sighs> hopefully it's, those kids are like a parrots. singular event. It's like parent, he's like a parent, a parrot. Yeah. A parrot, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, because he said you he should said, teach him. You should teach him like alt right things. Like <laughs> you should train him Pavlovian, like Pavlovian style. Like whenever he sees a black person, you give him a butterscotch candy and say <laughs> and say get a job. <laughs> that way, every time he sees a black person, he's like get a job. You know, <laughs> taxation is theft. Yeah, that sort of thing. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, no, he repeated it today, and I was I was not too happy with myself. So let's let's hope it was a singular event. I'll probably get yelled at when my wife gets around listening to this episode because it happened while she was gone, so she doesn't know. Well, but uh, yeah, gotta watch that man. Yeah, those kids—they're little sponges. Anyways, just remember, kids, it doesn't matter, and nobody cares. That's right. Uh, keep your stick on the ice. I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in Red Greenland. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.